Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us at our new episode of the podcast, Small Business Survival Conversations. And I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, Michael. Hello, Anna, and welcome all of you who are listening in today. We're excited to have you with us and hope we can give you a few tips and tools on our topic today, which is making a great presentation. Absolutely. And a lot of small businesses need that tip. And just before we start, we'll give you the recipe of the great presentation. Um, number one is tell a story. Number two, keep it simple. And number three is speak naturally. Isn't that easy, Michael? It's so easy. We really shouldn't have to talk about anything else, should we? But there are a few hints we want to give you. Yes, as we, as you all know, we just want to make sure that you survive and you are successful, you thrive. So that's why let's talk about tell a story, our first tip. All right, I, I, we want to suggest to you, first of all, that you think about the why of your topic. Why do you want to tell them something? What's the story that you want to tell? That ought to be very clear to you, because that's going to make the presentation much more effective. And I know that... Uh, for our listeners uh, who don't know that, Michael loves fishing. So that's why you have to start with the hook. Am I right, Michael? Do you want to expand on that? Yes, you, you have to start with a hook. You can't catch a fish without a hook. You can't get your listeners to listen if you don't give them a very brief seven-second little something that hooks their interest, that makes them oh, I better pay attention to this. This sounds good. So that's the hook. Exactly. And that's why you have to start your presentation with the why. Why your listeners or your potential customers are listening to your um, presentation. For example, we might start a presentation by saying, do you know right now how many of your employees are thinking about leaving? that there are a retention problem. If that's the case, you need to be thinking about, well, you, you present that data, for example, as a way to hook their interest. Oh, Michael and Anna are going to talk about retaining good employees. We'd better listen. That yes. And, and at the beginning, once you tell them uh, about the why, what you're doing is you're grabbing their attention and in their head, suddenly you are the ones who, uh, uh, the customers will be like, oh, I've been looking for person like you because you're already identifying their problems up front and you're even telling them how to solve it. Think, for example, if I were to start this by saying, Sarah talked to me yesterday. She just left a company she really liked. She thought the opportunities were good, but she ended up quitting. Why? Well, she just didn't find that she was very connected to the people and the organization. That's the beginning of a story. That's captured attention. I should have said it a little quicker and shorter, but I'm telling a story about Sarah. That's got people listening. Another human being who left a good job. Why? 
There we go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and you have to tell them a story because what is happening is it's like Michael said, people remember stories. Our brains are wired to, to read a story, to follow a story. And imagine if you add some excitement and drama and surprise to your story, you will continue holding their attention because right now in our world, our attention is very, very, we have very short attention span. <laughs> yes, don't we, don't we all in fact. But notice there, we also named Sarah. That was a part of telling that story. So we want to know about Sarah. So all of those go together as to the why you're telling them this story. And you're making your topic clear. And you have to structure it correctly. You have to structure it as, again, I will repeat this as a story. So you have to have a start. You have to have a middle. You have to have an end. So everything to flow together. After you grab the attention from the beginning, then you're kind of expanding and, and you are offering your product. And the other, the second point of this is you have to keep it simple. Yes, uh, I'm uh, an advocate of very few slides. The slides ought to be basically visual so that a person can look up and, and know about what you're going to say without the words being there. It's a visual. Uh, I would argue you should never, ever turn and read your slides to your audience. They're, they're capable of reading your slides unless you have too many words on them. And then if you need to read them, you've made the mistake of putting too much on the slide. They should be simple, as Anna said, bullet points. But instead of bullet points, use visuals. That's much better. And during the presentation, don't use a lot of uh, complex words. Because, you know, people remember simple words. Um, and if you are utilizing some different words your audience is not used to or jargon, ooh, you will be in trouble. They won't be listening very long. No, no. You will, they just will disconnect in their head and, and that, that's it. And, and think about a wonderful story or joke that you like to tell and that you like to surprise people with the ending. And you do that by raising your voice as you present that surprise or that dramatic end of the story. Use the, your ability to move your voice up and down to make your voice interesting. If we all tell it in a monotone and nothing ever changes, it gets really boring. But if we go up and down, we're attracting attention by emphasizing points. Absolutely. And that is to plan your delivery. Yes. It's extremely important. And like Michael, he always will tell me, Anna, you have to rehearse, 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 rehearse. And I know that Michael, uh, he, um, in fact, he plays at the theater. So <laughs> you I make the same mistake, Anna, sometimes I make the same mistake. It's all right. Even if, if you, you, you have a choice, you could memorize what you want to say. And that might be a lot. If it's a, if it's a 10 minute speech, maybe that's too much for you. But at least if you have it written down in front of you in large words, I go with 14 to 18 point fonts so I can see the page easily. I'd rather move a bunch of pages. <clears throat> but more important, you need to have gone through that enough times, those pages, that you're almost bored with them. But you also know what you're about to say. So you glance down very quickly and the words come naturally. You haven't memorized it, but almost because you've gone through it so many times. Rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. 
Yes, yes. And that's why you have to, but you have to make sure that uh, you play to your strengths to make sure that your audience know that you're authentic. You cannot, I mean, I will be honest with you, your audience can sense this extremely fast when you're not authentic with them. For example, I've heard a person tell us tell a joke thinking it's a great way to start a speech, but they're bad at telling jokes and they've already bombed at the beginning of the speech. Don't tell jokes if you're not comfortable with them, if that's not authentic for you. Don't try to be something you're not. Be who you are. You can hear, I'm sure, even though this is just by voice, you can hear the personality of Anna coming through that microphone. It's there in the way she talks. That's what you want. That's an authentic Anna Steinfest. Yes, with, with my accent too. So <laughs> you know that our listeners are already used to it. So I cannot change. I can change a lot of things, but I don't think I can change my accent. So that's that's pretty much it. And again, we gave you today some tips we want to consider and make sure that again you're not selling to your customers. You are their consultants. You are there to solve their problems. That's why when you are putting together your story at the beginning and the why, make sure that it doesn't come across your sales pitch. I'm going to emphasize what Anna is saying in that what you really want as an outcome of this presentation is that they want to talk to you some more. They want to learn more what you could do to help them. So you don't need to do that during the presentation. When you do that, it really comes out, well, I'm here for only one reason, to get you to buy my service or product. Well, then people are going to be pretty disappointed. So I like what Anna is saying. Tell a story. That'll be enough. That'll get them interested in you. Then keep it simple. Don't get carried away. Don't try to tell them too much. And finally, be, your, be who you are. Speak naturally. Enjoy what you're doing so that they enjoy you. And that's it. Simple. Yes, simple. Tell a story, keep it simple and be authentic. I would do you want to say something, Michael? Go ahead. We're, we're you you were about to complete your good. Yes. Uh, I would like to thank everyone for listening to us today. I'm here today again with uh, Dr. Michael Troyer. We hope that we gave you one or two tips for your next great presentation and just remember that probably the first time it may not happen the right way but don't be discouraged just keep doing it and go back to our simple formula tell a story keep it simple be authentic thank you everyone for joining us today been listening to the small business survival conversation podcast make sure to like rate and review the show and don't forget to join us next week for another episode in the meantime hook up with us on our facebook group at small business survival tools and tips till next time thank you for listening